Blog Talk Radio. Well, praise God, praise God, praise God. Psalms 34 and 1 says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Well, welcome today to a Word from God radio broadcast right here on blogtalkradio.com. I am your radio hostess this afternoon, Evangelist. Rebecca Collier Hagler I want you to know That God has a designed Word A designed word Just for you today Psalms 119 and 11 says Thy word have I hid In my heart That I might not sin against Thee With God's word in our hearts Our lives will Forever be Changed and then Psalms 119, 105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Meaning that the word of God will illuminate our steps as we walk towards our purpose in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, I want you to know, saints of God, today that I am so grateful uh, to be here on the radio broadcast with you here on blogtalkradio.com and to bring today a word from God to you on today. And I am so very, very grateful that you decided to uh, join us on today. It is truly an honor to have you join us here on the broadcast every time that we are on the air And again, I just want to say thank you for joining a word from God with us today. So grateful. I want to thank you all, everyone who has written, who has emailed, who has given me kind words of encouragement. 
I thank you so much for listening to the broadcast. It is truly an honor to have you every day here uh, listening uh, to a word from God. Thank you so much from the deepest part of my heart. Well, I just want to go ahead today. I don't have that much time, but I want to go ahead today and get into the word of God with you. Now, on today, I want to talk about paying it forward with God's love. There used to be, or there was a movie that came out, and I believe it was called Paying It Forward, where someone went out and did something for someone, and then all that they asked in return was that that person would go out and do something for someone else. And so we want to talk about that today, about paying it forward uh, with the love of God. And I want you to go to 1 John chapter 3, and it's found in verse 17 and verse 18. That's 1 John chapter 3, verses 17 and verse 18. And I am going to read today uh, from the Living Bible. And it says, someone who is supposed to be a Christian has money enough to live well and sees a brother in need and won't help him. How can God's love be within him? Little children, let us stop just saying we love people, but let us really love them and show it by our actions. So many times we say that we love others, but we don't show it by the things that we do. I want to just kind of go over some things with you uh, this afternoon about um, the different things that it says here in this particular, uh, these two particular verses. And one of the things that it says is that some of us and many of us, not not everybody is living below the poverty line. Not everybody is in that one percentile uh, group either. But there are a lot of us that are doing very well, doing, uh, um, you know, have a savings. We're doing well on our jobs. Uh, we have a nice home. Every, all of our bills and things are caught up. And everything is going well for us. And so it talks about in the scripture, it talks about having the world's goods. Many of us have the world's goods. Many of us are not hurting. Many of us have great resources. Some are even on the line of having richness. Uh, Others have the necessities of life where everything is just going great for them. But things may be going great for you, but they may not be going good for others. And so the scripture is saying, you know, you have all of this. You're blessed. Things are looking good for you. You're doing well. But then you come across someone who uh, you may see, and that person has a need. That person is suffering. That person is going through something. So what is it that you, man of God, you, woman of God, 
what are you going to do to alleviate that need, to alleviate that hurt? Some people don't know where to turn to. Some people don't know uh, of certain uh, things that the government may offer. But everything that the government offers is not going to be a blessing or not going to always be a help to someone. Sometimes you're the very person that's going to be able to meet the need uh, of that person. So what is it that you're going to do when you see someone in a need, when you see someone suffering, when you see someone hurting? Well, in the scripture it says that when when those of us who uh, have the uh, have have our world world goods or we're financially blessed or we're doing very, very well. It says that when we see these people, when we see people who are hurting, we are seeing people who have a need. And everybody that's out there who has a need is not a drunk, it's not a dope addict, it's not someone that's pretending, it's not somebody standing on the road bumming money. But there are some people out there who have a real Need So what does the Bible say that uh, those who have money do? It says we close our hearts of compassion or we shut up our bowels of compassion. We refuse to help or we just don't bother to help. We don't want to. Sometimes we see a need and uh, it's somebody that we know very well or someone that uh, maybe even goes to church with us, or it might be it might be someone who lives in our neighborhood, but yet we shut up our bowels of compassion, and we refuse we literally refuse to help because we say, "Well, I got mine, they can go get theirs. It's like those who were raised in the ghetto or in the barrio or in some poor side of town. And they get out of that situation, but they never go back in to be a blessing to those who are still in that situation. Because some of us might be the only Bible that other people are going to read until they get to know Jesus for themselves. If you have that and you can bless someone, then why don't you just get out there and be a blessing to others. The word says, how then can you say that the love of God is even in you? When you see your brother have a need, when you see your sister have a need, and you can just walk away with no feelings of compassion, then how can you say that the love of God is even in you? The Bible says that God is love. And the Bible says that if we say we love God but we don't have compassion and love for others, then the love of God is not even in us. We're lying, we're pretending, we're being hypocritical, and we're trying to be something that we're not, and we're not showing our true, true selves. The Bible wants us, God says he wants us to be a blessing to our brothers and our sisters, and especially to those who are of the household of faith. Um, This is what we do 
we're supposed to, number three, what we're supposed to do is we're supposed to show love. But how do we show love? We show love by what we say, by our speech or by empty words. Uh, For many cases, that is called lip service. Stop saying you love people, but you pass by people and you do nothing. I mean, you do nothing to show the love of God. Stop getting up every Sunday saying, oh, I love God. And we, we put up our hands in worship, and we don't even know that our brother or our sister that's standing or sitting next to us in church has a need. Why? Because we don't even speak to each other after church. We don't take the time to get to know each other. If our click isn't there, then we just get on out of church and we leave and we don't care what happens to anybody else. You are put here because we are God's hands extended out towards others. Uh, many cases, many a times, people will just walk past somebody. Well, all he wants is money for a drink. Uh, all he wants is money for drugs. Uh, she's a prostitute. I, I, I don't want to help her. I don't want to touch her. I don't want to be involved around you know, with people like this. But you don't know anybody's life. You're not God. You know, there before the grace of uh, the grace of God go I. We don't know what what would it be like if we had a need, if somebody was passing you by and you had a definite need, you had a, a need that if you don't get this, if you don't get that, that you could lose your home or you could lose your car or it's very, very possible that you could lose your job. What happens if you lose your job and you're out there on the streets hoping and wishing and praying that somebody would help you? Just because someone is homeless, it doesn't mean that there are people that are are below us or beneath us. Many people that are out in the streets right now who are are homeless, they are homeless by choice possible because they had to make a decision to either keep the apartment, the house, or keep their car, so they decided to keep their car. Some people are out on the uh, homeless because they lost their job. Some people are homeless. Some women are homeless because they left a, a, a husband that was abusive. There are mothers and children, mothers and children, out there on those streets. There are single women out there on those streets, and they have no one to protect them or to take care of them. And then you might say, well, then why don't they go to a shelter? But if you've never lived in a shelter, if you don't know what a shelter is all about, sometimes shelters are possibly worse than jail. I've talked to homeless women, and and, and they felt like they were in prison and that they had to, to turn their life over to other people, and they were made to feel small, and, and they were uh, belittled in shelters. And so you might be the person, you may have a home. You may have a, an apartment or a condo or something that you can be a blessing to someone. Um, you may be someone that, uh, uh, that God is going to use to be uh, a blessing to people who are on the streets, uh, to people who, who, who have lost their way. Some people, we just don't know why they're out there. But do you ever just take the chance to just smile at someone? 
just a smile to someone helps a big deal because as I've talked to people who are homeless, they're scared, they're afraid, they don't want people to, to pick on them or make them feel bad. Or, or I, I saw a woman one time call the police on a family who was homeless, a mother and daughter, and she didn't do it because she cared. She did it because she felt like she was above them and they were beneath her. And she told them, we don't want you in our city. We don't want you. We don't want you here. You need to go somewhere, you know, go to a shelter, you know. And so I stood up for the lady and I asked this woman, who made you God? You know, have you ever been homeless? Do you know what this woman is going through? What gives you the right to berate her and make her feel less than what she already feels right now? And the lady called the cop. And how she called the cops is to make sure that they would come is that she said, and there's a black lady involved. And immediately the cops showed up. And I told them, I said, I'm a minister of the gospel. And I said, and I was just sitting here talking to these ladies who were homeless. And I was talking to the one who was the mother that the that this woman called the uh, police on. And so, you know, I, I just felt like, she was these this lady was harassing these people, and they had no reason to be harassed. They were just sitting there minding their own business, they were eating and uh and then they were going to go to the place uh where they would go every night to sleep. There are so many people out there, men and women of God, who are truly 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 hurting, and then the Bible tells us. The Bible tells us what to do. It tells us to take action. It tells us to get out there and do something for people. Not just get up and tell somebody, well, I'm going to pray for you. Oh, well, I pray that you get what you desire. I pray that God will will give you a home or that God will bless you financially or God will help your sick mother. You know, many times someone may come up to you and say, can you pray for me? Even after church service is over, you know, could you just pray for me? And you know what? I can't pray right now, but I promise you when I get home, stop. Stop that. Stop and take the time to pray for people because it might be your prayer that is that is the blessing that they're going to receive. You know, a lot of times we don't want to help people because we're afraid that God is going to speak to our hearts. I can't tell you how many times back in the day when uh, I needed something, I needed a blessing, a financial blessing or a spiritual blessing, but especially a financial blessing, and someone walked up to me, shook my hand. Back in the day, we called that a Pentecostal blessing because when they removed their hand from my hand and I looked down and there was $50 or a $100 bill in my hand that somebody blessed me with, what happened to those days? When did we stop caring for each other? You know, I mean, I you mean I can give somebody $50. You mean I can give somebody $100, but you might can give them $5. You might can give them $10. And the Pentecostal handshake was the way that we did it so that nobody else knew 
but the person who you were blessing. Sometimes people would just come up. I would see people come up. I even had people come up to me and just love on me, give me a hug, shake my hand, and walk away. And I would look down, and there was money in my hand. Why can't we bless each other anymore? Why cannot? Why can we not be there for each other anymore? God wants us to show our love by action, by helping. Here's some things that you could possibly do to be a blessing to others. Maybe there's someone in your church, and you know that they're having a hard time. Can't you take them out with you after church on Sunday and pay for a meal? If it's just one person, one person can't add that much more to your meal. Uh, Give someone a ride. There are so many people today that can't get to church because they don't have a way to church. Every way doesn't, every church doesn't have a church bus. So go ahead and, and volunteer to pick up people and take them to church. What happens is God blesses us with a brand new car, and now all of a sudden we can't be a blessing to anyone else. Maybe you just need to go and buy groceries some, for somebody. Maybe there's somebody in your church or somebody in your neighborhood and you know that they've lost their job or something has happened, and and God lays it on your heart to go get that person and take them to the grocery store. I had a situation one time where uh, we were down to our very last $6, and I, I someone called me and asked me to go to church with them. I went to church. I meant to leave my $6 at home, but I took that $6 to church, and sure enough, they took up an offering and I said, well, Lord, I can give a dollar, and uh, and I can keep five for myself so I can have a little something to buy food with. The Holy Spirit said, give me the six. And I was so depressed because I said, Lord, I can't give you all of my money. But I did. I gave it to him. And I watched that basket with my $6 go all the way down that row and then all the way up to the front where they prayed over it. Now I have nothing. God, what am I going to do? You took my last $6. Someone called me when I got home. Well, actually, when I got home, I looked in my refrigerator. The Holy Spirit said, look in your refrigerator. And I looked in my refrigerator, and there was hardly nothing in my refrigerator at that time. And I said, you know, I got a little sarcastic. And I said, well, what you going to do, Lord, materialize some food up in here? What you going to do? And at that time, Actually, the Holy Spirit had told me to clean out my refrigerator. That's what he spoke to me. And um, and I did just that. I was mumbling and grumbling and complaining. You know, that's what we do. We grumble and complain too many times when the Lord is trying to do something, when the Lord is trying to show us something. And so I cleaned out the refrigerator. A friend of mine called, and she said, uh, hey, Sister Becky, how you doing? And, you know, I put on that Christian face, you know, I'm blessed of the Lord and highly favored. But I just felt that I needed to be honest with her. And I told her, I said, well, I went, I told her the story that, you know, payday wasn't until a week away and we didn't have any food, we didn't have anything. And uh, she prayed with me and she said, uh, you know, she she said, I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to continue to pray for you. And about an hour later, I got a knock on my door. Hallelujah. I tear up every time I think about it. But 
I got a knock on the door, and there were two ladies standing at my door with six bags of groceries. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And God showed me that for every dollar that I put in, he gave me a a bag full of groceries for every dollar. And I had enough food to not just carry me through to the week before we got paid, but to carry me past that point. God is a is a is a blessing God. He blesses his children. If you do something, if you be obedient, if you do what God asks you to do, if you do what God tells you to do, if you give someone a ride, if maybe all you need to do is help fix a flat. Maybe all you need to do is help somebody uh 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 jump somebody's car, you know. Um, maybe if you do see a homeless family and you can pay for a hotel room for a couple of nights, whatever it is, you know, uh, maybe you can give to a shelter, give food, give clothes. Maybe you can even volunteer your time, but do something. Show love. Show the love of Jesus Christ. This is how we're going to win the world. This is how we're going to save the world. This is how we're going to show people that we are truly born again by the love that we have one towards another. Well, I see that it is almost time for me to um, close out this time, close out this uh, particular broadcast. But I just want you to know, that God loves you, brothers and sisters. He loves you so much. And he wants you to pay it forward because, see, you might be the very blessing that somebody is crying out for. I have so many other stories where God just came in right on time and was a blessing to me. And, and, And he just always seemed to bring the right people, the right people to me at the time that I needed it. And you might be that blessing for someone else. You pray and you ask God, God, how can I be a blessing to others? What can I do? Help me, Lord, to always know when you're leading me to be a blessing to others. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There are so many different things that you can do. But I just want to pray with you real quick. Father God, I'm asking you on today that, Lord God, as we've learned how to show our love for people, that we don't do it just in uh, uh, our, our what we say in, in speech and in empty words, but, Lord God, that we open up our bowels of compassion, that we open up our hearts, Lord God, and as we see a need, that you'll lead us to the right people that we're supposed to help, and that, Father God, we will be obedient, that we don't leave it to someone else, but that we'll do it, Father God, because you spoke it in our hearts to do it. Father, right now, I just thank you. Father God, I'm sure there are people out there right now who have needs, Father God, and they need for you to do something, something special, Father God, for them. And so, Lord, I'm asking you, Lord God, to be a blessing right now. Send the right person to them to meet each and every need. There may be someone that's homeless. There may be 
someone that needs food. There may be someone that needs a financial blessing. Maybe there's someone that needs a place to stay. Maybe someone that needs a car. Whatever it might be, God, I pray that you send the right people their way to be that blessing to them and for them. In Jesus' name we pray and we say amen. Well, I see that it is time for me to get off of uh, off of the broadcast. I want to say thank you so much for being on the broadcast today and listening to this broadcast. Um, if you want to email me and, um, you know, you need me to pray with you, or maybe you might just need me to um, answer a question for you, whatever it is, I pray that you will reach out to me. My email address is a word from God seven at gmail dot com. That's a word from God seven at gmail dot com. And just email me. Maybe uh, you want to email me about some information for a speaking engagement or prayer request or biblical questions, or just want to be a blessing to this particular ministry. But I want to say thank you so much for, uh, uh, for, for listening today. I want to say God bless each and every one of your endeavors. I thank you so much for uh, tuning in on today. I pray that what you heard was a blessing to you. I pray that you will be a blessing to others and that you will go out and you will do something to pay it forward in Jesus' name. God bless you. I love you and have a great day.